Hello everyone, welcome to For the Record episode number 90. Holy crap, we're almost at 100 episodes, um, and I think we just booked down what's going to be the 100th, and I'm so excited to uh, share it with you guys. Um, it is someone who's been on the show before, um, I'm not going to say who, but I'm really, really excited and I couldn't think of a better way to have a 100th episode um, than to do it with this person. Uh, so more on that uh, much later. Um, today's episode was supposed to go up a little while ago, um, but we had a few time-sensitive episodes that had to go up, um, and we were off last week, uh, so I do apologize for the delay on this one, but we're finally getting back in the swing of things, or I'm getting back in the swing of things. Um, this episode, uh, just quick, uh, word, I don't have a script right now, so if I kind of mumble and say, um, or, uh, a lot, I apologize sincerely. I have been trying to get in the habit of writing scripts for these intros a lot more, um, so just bear with me. Uh, today's episode was sponsored by um, our always awesome sponsor, Audible.com. Um, if you like to read, uh, but you don't have necessarily have the time to do so, or you do have time and you just like to have stuff read to you, um, Audible.com is your go-to place for your audiobook needs. There's over 180,000 titles from any genre uh, that's imaginable, uh, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. There's so there's so many great titles to choose from. I recently finished uh born a crime the autobiography from trevor noah and it was it was fascinating to read and i started reading it before i got the audiobook and the i decided to give audible a try and i downloaded the audiobook version and my god it was it was so cool it was it's i'm someone who very much just kind of likes to go sit in a corner read to myself you kind of have that you have that reading voice that's already in your head whenever you're reading something but when it's the author itself you, generally, with a lot of these celebrity memoirs, um, or uh, comedian memoirs, or, or or whatever I guess you'd call the sub this subgenre of literature, generally it's them reading it. So I know that Steve Martin reads the uh, his own book, Born Standing Up, and there's like little bits in it that are his um, comedy bits. And what separates it is that you can actually hear him doing the voices and doing all the crazy stuff um, that goes with it rather than just kind of reading it in your head. So that makes it a really unique experience. Um, anyway, uh, we're offering, if you go to audibletrial.com slash shameless promo, you can sign up and get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial to try it out for yourself. And um, I, I, promise you you'll, I promise you you'll love it. So audibletrial.com slash shameless promo. Today's episode is with a uh, solo artist named Jake McMullen. Jake was a fascinating and great guest to have on the show. Uh, we talked a little before the release of a single that he had out called Falling. Uh, it's from an upcoming EP that I believe is titled, according to the release that I was sent, called Giving Up. And there is no, I can't find a release date on this, but it does say on his Facebook page, Brooklyn a few weeks back, also putting out an EP next week, and that was dated May 5th. So, it should be coming out this week. I haven't heard anything else uh, from that side. I can't, for some reason, can't find it on iTunes. I don't know why, but it should be up there. Regardless, we're going to put up the link um, so that you can go and check it out. 
uh, within the bio, and we're going to link to uh, the Facebook and the website and all that stuff, but we talk about the making of uh, the song Falling, the songwriting process, he's got this kind of 80s indie rock vibe, he, he was just a great, he was a great guest to have on, so, uh, yeah, that's, I think that kind of wraps it up, so we'll jump right in, without further ado, here's episode number 90 of For the Record with Jake McMullen, enjoy! Yeah, um, where where are you calling from? Where are you based out of right now? Uh, I currently live in Nashville. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. I because I remember um, when I was talking to Teresa, we were talking about uh, like uh, the time zone difference. I think we were talking about the time zone differences and stuff. So that's like yeah, you're like half. You're like more than halfway through the day right now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one thirty. You're based in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm within uh, like San, the San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley area, so that's gotcha. Um, yeah, so that's about uh, worth three hours behind. So our days, my day is sort of just getting started. Um, I always, I always find it funny to do phone calls with uh, artists that are on the East Coast, just because it's like you're literally in a totally different part of your day than I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, right. Hold on one second. Let me just grab my notes, and then yeah, we're good to go. But um, it's uh, great to talk to you. I'm glad that um, uh, that Teresa pitched uh, your work to me. I uh, I really liked uh, Falling. I really thought that was I thought that was a, a nice track. I listen to a lot of, I guess in my spare time, I listen to a lot of heavier heavier music, a little bit more like stuff on the pop punk side. But it's always nice to kind of hear a different. Uh, a, a different version of of rock in in that sense uh so it, it was yeah. it was a nice little break and it was it was very calming and and very well done oh cool well thank you yeah i'm glad you like it of course um i guess to start with this this is this is a track from the giving up ep which is going to come out on april 21st and um what i guess what drew you towards choosing falling as the first single from that i'm always curious to know what um what gets a band to say this song? I think is the good is the ideal first impression for what people are going to hear. What was it that drew you to that song in terms of a first um, of a first uh, track? Oh uh, well, actually, two of the other tracks are are out, but this is but it's like been a while since we've kind of put 
pushed it, some stuff kind of got oh, mixed up as far as, as, gotcha. far as like a business thing oh, goes. Oh, I wrote down. Your tone's your tone be cool. Don't even. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote down my notes wrong. I sincerely apologize. Yeah, I do see that oh, there man, are two other singles. totally fine. So sorry about that. Um, so <laughs> well, what drew it to you as a single uh, to release? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm just kind of rolling all the songs out, like, individually before putting them together as a package. So, I mean... I mean, this one out, out of all of the tracks on the EP is the, is the most, like, single-esque, I would say. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think there was any sort of, like, planning or methodology behind it. It was just to kind of, you know, it was like, okay, well, this is, like, the next song, and it's probably a more upbeat thing, and it's a, it's, it's a little bit more of a, of a new territory sonically and as and rhythmically as well than something I would do. So, I mean, it was it was just kind of, it, as far as, like, timeline goes, it was it was time for that to, to come out. So. There was a big, um, there was definitely a big 80s influence that I got from it. Like, I'd, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as, like, saying something like, uh, like a new wave band like or something like new order or different things like yeah. like a dark darker side but there was i mean there was definitely it was something you'd hear out of it was to me it was something you'd hear out of the 80s which had that really cool it had that kind of mellowed out but um but still sort of serious vibe to it yeah yeah i mean it's definitely 80s influenced i'm not trying to be some sort of like niche 80s artist in any way <laughs> but i mean i definitely i mean yeah, and you listed off New Order and all that stuff. I mean, I was listening to, to them today. But, uh, oh, for sure. As far as, yeah, but as far as, like, uh, that, like, 80s element, I mean, I was definitely, like, pulling from, like, Lionel Richie as far as, like, the percussive elements of everything goes. And it was kind of that time in the 80s, I think, that it was, like, it was, it's kind of like this, like, 80s new sort of disco type feel. But, yeah, I, I don't really know how to describe it. I mean, when I talk to people about that song, it's like, oh, I, I just would imagine, like, how would I do it if, like, the war on drugs and Lionel Richie made a song together? You know yeah. I mean? No, it's, yeah. It, it's, and it make I mean, it makes it fun to imagine different kinds of, um, like, what if this artist and this artist did this kind of collaboration? Because, it, it, because they probably didn't collaborate, so you kind of get to imagine in your own way, like, yeah, this is what I think it would sound like. This is what I think it would... Um, the side yeah. 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 And, and you, I mean, you put your own, your own voice to it and, and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm super proud of the song and I mean, I, I mean, I hope people dig it, but, but yeah, I mean, there was definitely that, that 80s element to it for sure. Definitely. Um, when did, I guess this is kind of a basic question, but when did the EP come together? Like, or like when, when did you originally get the idea to put, um, giving up together and I guess maybe say, I want to have these songs on it. Did it, was it, was it kind of a, um, was it a process where you said, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have these songs laid out or was it just kind of, let's just write and see what happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I had an EP come out maybe, uh, in 2015 and that was like a very like singer songwriter like folksy type deal I, yeah, I just moved yeah. to, to, to Nashville I mean I'm from Los Angeles originally uh, but uh, yeah I mean I've, I've had these songs like giving up and falling I've had them for almost like a year and a half now um, and it was just kind of uh, it was just kind of a thing where it was like it's time to start putting stuff out again uh, I'm trying, I'd like, I'm kind of done with the, you know, 
white guy playing the acoustic guitar type <laughs> deal. <laughs> Which, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I still pull a lot of stuff from there. But I think I'm just trying to explore new territories. And, I mean, this just seemed kind of like a new introduction as I'm, as I'm like, still trying to, like, figure out who I am and, like, what I want to say. But I think, uh, I mean, giving up with the first song that I had written, like, following the EP of 2015 and it just kind of informed some of the new stuff and I mean even the stuff that I'm working on right now has kind of evolved past this but I think I have a clearer sense of what I want to do but as far as like rolling out stuff it, it was just like time to, to like put new stuff out you know yeah gotcha so yeah. when you when you say um you're tired of like the white guy playing the guitar um do you are are we talking like Jack Johnson, John Mayer, like that kind of thing? Are we is that oh, just to get a picture in my head and kind of like in terms of like the music you're thinking about? Because you said indie, like you started kind of as an indie, um, like a, a acoustic kind of artist, um, because yeah. I, I did see that first EP, um, but like I guess, um, that's that's an interesting transition because yeah, when you look at like the new the newer tracks, there's. Um, there's electronics and there's keys and it's it's got that different kind of it's got that different kind of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, as as far as like the new vibe, like I, like I think I'm just what intrigues me now is like that world where like electronics and like organic instruments meet that kind of like abstract realm uh, and trying to interpret like what that is to me because I I mean I I love both sides of it uh in the terms of like tired of like the white guy playing the acoustic guitar it's, it's more like it's more just like it, it it's not as inspired now like i used to be able to like write a song like just me and the guitar you know what i mean and, yeah. and now it's like and now like i like back when i was writing that stuff i was just kind of limited as far as like what i knew as far as like a production element or like the tools that were around me and so now it's just kind of embracing more of those things and like creating a world to like step into and write a song within that world and letting their like environment inform it more so than like you know me just singing nonsense while playing the guitar yeah um but but jack jack johnson man he's making a comeback (laughs) yeah i i think so too um just I, (laughs) i i i don't know he's one of those um, I think he announced dates for this summer, and I was kind of like, "You haven't been around in a long time, yet you're gonna play a major uh, venue around here." So this this could be yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. Well, I think what you were saying about the uh, you got to a point where you just kind of didn't feel inspired. I mean, there there comes a time for every artist when it's kind of like when you have to mix it up creatively because then you're just kind of you're stuck, and you produce you either kind of stop or you just put out stuff that's just really uninspired so i mean you have to you have to kind of mix it up a, a little bit when you're doing it so i mean what you said makes perfect sense with wanting to um just kind of try new things and mess with it i mean that's the progression of any artist yeah yeah and i think i mean that's that's natural and i think if you if you fight that progression or you don't like push yourself to do that I think, you know, then the art suffers and I think people can, can tell and, and yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I love and respect a ton of artists who, you know, switch it up every record. Um, I mean, I don't always 
like it, but I, I appreciate the mindset behind the need to do something new. And I think, you know, even though I had just put out four songs, like, you know, you're not the same person every day that you wake up, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're always changing, but I think I just kind of let a lot more stuff in and started to learn a lot more about myself and, you know, what inspires me and and, and embracing that that need to change and create art, you know. I don't know why I just thought of this artist as like a because I noticed that I'll be like oh yeah I kind of think of it like this artist and I'll try to use an example but um, I I don't know why this is the first person that jumped to mind but if you look at someone like uh, Taylor Swift who had like five albums that were pretty much just pop and country like that kind of style and then came out with uh, 1989 which was the yeah. like polar opposite of anything that she'd done. She people were like, "Oh, she's changing her sound." Yeah, it will one. It clearly worked to her benefit, and then two, yeah. it. I mean, you you have to do that, or else you get you get bored. And people think that I've seen people think that artists are changing their sound and experimenting with stuff just to kind of like like to they think they're selling out or they're whatever they have an ulterior motive and it's like no people are doing it because it it's it's their job and they're trying to keep it interesting and fun yeah i mean it's 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 a it's a need to like break a new ground or create some sort of spark that you know starts something new i mean i I still even though i've bagged on the you know playing the acoustic guitar thing i mean there's still moments where like that is like touching and moving and like that does something for me but there's yeah. a time and a place for it of course like anything but i think you know to progress you need to like you need to just kind of wander and see what happens and try things but like oh like a lot of the best stuff as far as like writing or recording like a lot of it comes from accidents you know what i mean so i, I think oh, yeah. if, you're, if you're afraid of, of doing that stuff like nothing new is going to happen and you know it's just not it's not exciting yeah, and I, I mean, that's the, it's kind of the, I mean, freaking look at, uh, there were two artists that passed away last year, but uh, look at David Bowie and look at Prince. Their careers lasted so long because they were just, they were fearless. They experimented oh, yeah. with everything, no matter what it was. And then if something didn't work, they'd be like, all right, it doesn't work. I'll go try this then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, with... Uh, with giving up, I guess, uh, what was, uh, what was the next question I had? Um, there was something that you said earlier about, uh, how you really liked kind of the synthesis of combining electronics with classical instruments. What, what, I guess, what was, um, where did the, I guess the idea to do that come from? Cause kind of going off of what you were saying about the, um, how you wanted to try something different, where did that idea specifically come in to try to do a song with um with electronics and then adding in uh i guess classical instruments like guitar and drums and piano and stuff like that yeah yeah um well i uh a friend of mine had given me logic which is just a recording program oh yeah um yeah and i i mean i had never like demoed out any of my own stuff before it had always just you know Whenever I'd go into record, I'd just like, okay, let me like sit down and like play the song for you. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I, I think I mean I had bought some some synthesizers and just like wanted to try and 
figure out what that realm was. I mean, I, yeah, it was just like, I mean, giving up came from me just like messing around uh, on this Juno that I have, which is just a, a synthesizer. And uh, I started messing around with a vocoder and just kind of just like doing stuff that I had always wanted to like, this is all something that I had like wanted to do for a long time. It was, it was just like, I didn't have the tools necessary to do it. So it was like, now that I am like, now that I had like learned logic and now that I like had this like synthesizer or, you know, like I could build a drum beat and like play to it. And, um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was being able to like experiment with the new tools. Like now that I finally have them, you know, definitely. Um, uh, there was uh, the another thing that I had meant to ask you as well, um, and it, it kind of goes hand in hand with another artist that I had interviewed the other day. Uh, you said that you were originally from LA and you moved to uh, Nashville to do stuff. There was an artist that I spoke to the other day who is from Nashville. She's like a country artist, but um, she was in LA when we did uh, the podcast and when we did this call. It was just interesting to talk to her about like the the differences in writing and recording in both places, how there was different kinds of creative energy and different kinds of things within an area like Los Angeles and within an area like Nashville. What was it that drew you to Nashville over um, Los Angeles and in terms of writing? Uh, In terms of writing, nothing's really changed. I mean, I've written, I write everything myself. Um, There's a couple songs that, that aren't, release but I mean everything that's out I've, I've written on my own um, as far as but um, there's like stuff that hasn't been released that I've written with the guy who produces all my music his name is Marcia Cox um, and I mean we've been working together for like two years and like just in the last couple months like we've started writing some stuff together so I think as far as like what drew me to Nashville, it was just, I had lived in LA and didn't really know anybody else there anymore. My family had moved out of town and, and I knew some people here. So it wasn't like, like a move out of like a necessity to, for like to create music. It was more yeah. just a move to like, like I just needed some sort of change. And I mean, I've been here for two, three years now. Um, and it's it's cool. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about going somewhere else now, and I think that's just out of another need for for change. But um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 weird, man. Like, I think I've I've learned more about music here and like the writing and recording process in itself, just because of the people that I've like surrounded myself with. Um, I don't know too much about the the LA writing scene, mostly because I didn't really dive into it while I was out there. I just kind of was secluded and worked on stuff by myself. And I think I've kind of let other people in on it out here a little bit more. That's interesting. I've talked to a lot of people who are very big into um, collaboration, so it's it's always fascinating to hear. Like at least recently, and it's just it's always fascinating to hear someone who can be like. Yeah, I can I can do it all by myself because sometimes I just think about how overwhelming that can be. I mean, does that do you feel like do you ever feel any pressure when you're writing, or is it more therapeutic with the fact that you're kind of in control of everything? Uh, I think it's it's both. If, if that makes sense, I, I think yeah. it's a, it's pre- I think it's pressure in a sense just because of the fact that the I don't know if the word pressure is correct, but it's more just 
there's nobody to like bounce ideas off of. So you're making yeah. something and being like, I have no idea if this is good and like this could be total shit. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I haven't really written with anybody mostly because of the fact that it's just it's such like a and I had never heard of like co-writing until I even moved out here. Uh, yeah. But it, it's it's just like a thing where I was just kind of it's a very like vulnerable and like exposing process and to just kind of jump into a room with somebody who you like just met like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. And it's like, let's, <laughs> let's write a song. Like that was just kind of like a very, like, it's just very scary and didn't really make sense to me. Um, you know, which is why like Micah and I, like it's taken us two years to like, I understand him. He understands me. And like, I can, I can go to that place real quickly. Um, but I, but most of the time I prefer to, to write songs by myself just because I can, I can get to that place. And, you know, even though there's in, that internal self-doubt, like that's art and like, you can't like edit yourself while you're working on something. Yeah. Um, after, well, after you've written and after you've at least maybe not the finished mix or anything like that, but after you've got kind of a, a, a rough layout or a demo of some kind and you and and it's it's flushed out you know kind of the, you know the direction you want it to go in is there anyone that you do show it to or like a like a producer friend or someone that can kind of do it or is it or do you wait to show it to people until like the bitter end of the, of the whole process oh yeah yeah no uh so Mike, the guy that i've mentioned he's he's my producer and oh he, of course yeah. we we record everything together so I, gotcha. I kind of demo it all out and get like a like a structure and like some sort of like sonic. I don't like the word vibe, but I can't think of a better word right now. But sonic vibe of sorts, you know. Uh, and then and then I'll, and then I'll bring it to him, and that's you know, it's there's like a camp of like myself, Micah, uh, my buddy Kevin, and my buddy Dabney, and it's kind of like the four of us. Then like once it's once I have an idea of what I want to do, it's like the four of us then figure it out. And I let those ideas come in as far as like what parts are going to be played or changed or, you know, what's going to be rearranged. So it's kind of like I have this band, but I, I, it's like still this like self, uh, it's kind of like still just a solo thing, you know? Yeah. You, it's like, you've got that group and that people, those people you kind of go to, even though you, are the solo artist? Um, I there's I mean there's plenty of songwriters that uh, I've seen do that. So okay, that's cool. That that makes um, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess with the Giving Up EP, in comparison to maybe any in any other projects you've done, whether it's singles, the EP you put out in 2015. Um, what is it that you? Is there any message? Is there any kind of ideas that you want fans to take away after listening to it? I know that everybody kind of has, um, everybody has something different that they want people to take away from their music, even if it's just uh, take your own message away. But um, is there anything specific you want people to, uh, I guess, take away from it or know about you um, after giving it a listen? Um, I mean, I, I don't know if there's. I mean, I know what it does for me, and, like, of course, I don't want to, like, give stuff away for sure. Like, you know, how you just, you mentioned, like, oh, I want someone to just kind of, you know, figure it out for themselves, or, or yeah. not really figure it out for themselves, but, you know, take away what they're supposed to take away from it. But, I mean, for me, the songs are just kind of, it's 
the, I mean, the last, it, it's more of just like a, a further kind of depth into like who I am and, and like thinking more about, you know, thinking more outwardly, uh, I, I think, and like, what does this mean? What is this kind of about? And like, who, how do I affect other people? Whereas, like the EP prior was very much about like this is just how I feel inwardly and I can't I don't know any other way to express it than through music but I think yeah man I, I don't I I don't want to give away too much but I think it's just I mean it's, it's only four songs but uh, but yeah I, I was just kind of thinking more about like what is this all about and like what am I trying to say and you know art is the extension of self and what is the self that I want to extend through the art that I am making you know definitely um perfect yeah and uh this will we'll wrap this up but this is the this is the last question that I ask and I give this preface just because it's a really broad question but it's the way that I close out every interview I do with musicians and uh it is what does music mean to you Oh wow! <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just trying to. No, you're all good. To, to, to choose here. Um, music mean to me. Uh, I I. There's probably a much more eloquent way to to say this, and you know, science. I had more time, but I think the, the the immediate response that I guess I would give as far as like to what it means to me. Um, this is kind of, it's it's a weird um, I think music just kind of I don't think music it gives me meaning. And it's the only thing that is like constantly there and the only thing that constantly makes sense amidst everything else that is going on in the world uh, and in my life. It is the only thing that I know makes sense. I mean, not to be like a fucking cliche or anything, but music. But yeah, I mean, like music is just kind of everything. There's nothing... there's nothing else that I care about or love as much as this and it it, music gives meaning to to a lot of things for me awesome that was a yeah that was a brilliant way to close this out Um, and lastly where can people find you uh, find you online and then go and pick up the giving up EP on April 21st yeah uh, it's it's all just Jake McMullen uh, like the the Instagram and the Twitter is just Jake underscore McMullen, um, and it's on Spotify, and I, I, it's everywhere on the internet, um, and it, it'll just be available digitally. There's no physical distribution plan yet. For sure. Um, all right, man. Hey, Jake. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to speak with you, and thank you for uh, thank you for doing this. No, yeah, man. I mean, I really appreciate you talking to me and being interested in what I'm doing. I yeah, mean, man. That means a lot. So. Yeah, no sweat, man. I, I'm looking forward to hearing the EP when it drops, um, and we'll get this up. Uh, we'll get this up around the time of the EP uh, release, and we'll send it over when it's ready to go. Cool, sounds great, man. No worries. Thank you very much. Take care.